Gudvach, Gudvach. Wow, so sad to have Gudvach and Golos. We need Mashiach now. All right, so let's do three days' worth of Tanya, and then we get to roll up our sleeves and turn over our kitchen. We were discussing on Wednesday, the beginning of Chapter 42, in which we are continuing our discussion on creating a basic sphere of God. In this chapter, we are looking at accessing the peace of Moshe inside every one of our souls. That Moshe is feeding us, in every single Jew, Da'as. Da'as means connection, his stature. And through the Moshe piece, I connect to what I know on such a deep level, which in turn helps engender and access my, access my natural fear of God and truly engender a, a fear as well. So the last idea we had was, was that Da'as comes biblically from the phrase um, Adam knew Da'as, knew Chava, which means there was intimacy here, there was a relationship, which means a deep connection between the two. And that's what Da'as is. So the Rebbe continued and said on Thursday that this ability to have this deep, deep connection to God is found in every soul through the power of Moshe. That Moshe, a piece of Moshe is inside every soul and that piece enables us to access our fear of God by truly, truly connecting on this level of Moshe's das. But it doesn't mean that because Moshe is feeding us das, we're off the hook, not at all. The Rebbe now describes a lot of work we have to do, which will work fed by Moshe's Das. The Rebbe says it's a double work. It's a work of exertion of the flesh and exertion of the soul. What do we mean by each? Exertion of the flesh meaning to subdue the body, that the body shouldn't have such bodily power to darken the light of the soul, meaning the soul light I don't feel. Here we all have inside of us a flaming, glowing piece of God. And some of us feel very spiritually cut off and desensitized and not in tune at all. Why don't I feel my soul at all? Well, one reason is because I have a body that could be blocking. There's a lot of blockages from the body that don't let me feel the light of the soul. So I have to work at pushing away the power my body has to block the light of my soul. I have to crush the power of my body, smash the power of my body. Now, how do I smash it and crush it? Do I go roll in the snow? No, that's not our approach. But I think thoughts of tshuva. I deeply think thoughts of repentance, which makes me feel emotionally broken, emotionally crushed. And that crushing, broken state lessens the body's bodily energy and strength and blockage dulling my sensitivity to the voice of my soul. So that's the first piece of work. What's the second piece of work, which we discuss on Friday's Tanya? The second piece of work is a lot of exertion with the soul. That I should feel the soul. Because again, in my soul is all this natural fear of God, but I don't feel my soul. 
Now, how hard do I have to work? I understand I have to get the body out of the way. But once I'm talking about the soul, how hard do I have to work? It depends. Everybody's different. It depends on the sensitivity of the soul. It depends on how high that soul is, how low she descended. Some people will think and contemplate and meditate, and almost instantaneously, they'll feel a tremendous true fear of God. And other people will think and think and think for a very, very long time. What are you thinking about? You're thinking that here's the Abishter God, the ultimate king who fills all the world, and he's standing over you, and he's looking at you, and he's scrutinizing you. Now, some souls that are very sensitive, as soon as they feel that, they feel, here's Hashem, with all of his power, looking at me, and right away feel a tremendous fear. And some people wouldn't feel a thing, because their soul is lower. It came from a lower source, it descended to a lower level. So what do they have to do? They have to keep working. And that was said, especially, it's, again, there's a few criteria. One is if your soul came initially from a lower place. Second is how low your soul descended before it came to your body. And the third is, what have you done to your soul over the course of its journey here? If you defiled your soul with many sins or certain types of sins, that desensitizes her. That makes it hard to feel her voice. It makes it hard to access her. Because every sin is a barrier between you and God and between your soul's voice and its expression. So if there's a lot of barriers called sins blocking, muffling, stifling the voice of your soul, here you're thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking, and you don't feel anything resonate inside of you. Because the voice of the soul is so stifled by all of those sins, by all those transgressions. But, the rabbit says, keep working. No matter how low your soul is originally, no matter how far she traveled, no matter how many sins you've done to stifle her voice, if you work and work and work, it will happen. The Rebbe is guaranteeing us that every single person is capable of feeling the fear of God, even someone who has an incredibly difficult time. Maybe they've got all these problems. Maybe their soul's origin is low and their soul descended very low and they have many transgressions. Still, the Rebbe says, I guarantee you, you got the Matsasatam and if you work hard, you will find it. You can believe a person who says he works hard and found it. That's how God is of life. So keep looking, the Rebbe quotes, like someone would be searching for treasures. If you knew there was a treasure buried here, well, I didn't find it, and I worked for an hour. I didn't find it, I worked for three hours. I didn't find it, I worked for five hours. Excuse me. There's a fortune buried somewhere here, and you're just going to keep looking until you find it. So the Rebbe says there's such a treasure, a fear of God buried inside every one of us. And if you keep, keep, keep working, you will find it. So keep digging. What does digging mean here? Keep forcing yourself to discipline your thoughts, to think of God, to think of his greatness, and to think of his focus on you, to think of his scrutiny on you, think of his needing you. It will happen. I guarantee you, no matter how low you are, no matter how many barriers you've choked your soul under, it will happen. Some people will take a short time. Some will take a very long time. But it will happen. And you'll see the practical result. With this fear of God, which you will all access, you won't do wrong, and you'll do right in your thoughts, in your speech, and in your actions. Because you're going to be aware that Hashem's looking, Hashem's listening, Hashem's understanding every 
do. Hashem is analyzing your inwards. He's analyzing your heart. He's analyzing your thoughts. There's an eye that's constantly seeing and an ear that's constantly hearing. The Rebbe continues today to say, now that doesn't mean, using this anthropomorphic terminology, an eye and an ear, it doesn't mean, God forbid, that we think Hashem has a body. But he knows you far more than the metaphor of the eye that sees and the ear that hears. In other words, you think of this omnipotent eye and ear that sees and hears and records everything. It's actually about Hashem than that. Because Hashem knows us as a piece of himself. In other words, just as like right now, tonight, I was cutting a wine cork, because the corks for some reason never get back in the bottle, with a very sharp knife, and I slightly, slightly cut myself, very slight cut. But I feel the cut, you know, some peripheral skin of a finger. It was not deep at all. I didn't bleed. I mean, it's just a very minor, minor, minor cut, and I feel it, because it's a part of my body. That's how Hashem knows you this well, because you're a part of him. You're part of his body, so to speak. All of creation is part of the body of Hashem. So the same way a person feels heat or cold or pain on his fingernails, on his toenails, if his toenail got burned, he would feel it. What's a toenail? It's so far from you. It's It's you. It's a knowledge of self. That's how Hashem is aware of all of creation. It's a knowledge of self. It's an extension of his own body. That's how well Hashem knows us. That's how much Hashem is analyzing us. That's how much Hashem is feeling and scrutinizing as we truly know all aspects of our own body. That's how he knows all aspects of us. But the Rebbe says, I want to give a very big disclaimer on this metaphor that I just set up. What's my big disclaimer? If we think of the soul-body metaphor, the soul not only knows every aspect of the body and feels every aspect that the body experiences, but the soul also can be limited by the body, meaning the pains of the body impact and limit the soul. But that's not the relationship God has with creation, meaning his awareness of creation is as intimate as our awareness of our body. But the strife and trials and tribulations of creation don't limit him, God forbid, because nothing can limit him. Because he's within and yet beyond simultaneously. The Rebbe says this is maybe a philosophical point and it might confuse people. But the bottom line we all need to know is creation in no way changed God because all creation is truly God. And that is the end of today's Tanya. Any questions, please unmute yourself, star six. Have a good vach. Easy cleaning and sending over your kitchens and packing back and all the work that goes into getting back to its land. And as I keep reminding myself, God definitely knows what he's doing. 
And he definitely knows how labor-intensive this holiday is from all the weeks of preparation before, every day during, and continuing after. And it all somehow must be helping us accomplish the spiritual goals of the holiday. Good luck.